Welcome to OK Pause Podcast. If you're looking for a podcast where your host will keep it raw, unfiltered, and honest about some of your favorite relationship reality TV shows, then you've come to the right place. Now here's your host, Moni. Let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed. If you got a chance to listen to uh, Love is Blind, uh, I did the first podcast on episodes one, two, and three. We are back now to uh, finish up episodes four and five of this first batch that was dropped off. So we are going to get right into it, okay? And also, by the way, welcome back. And before I forget, if you haven't gotten a chance, please hit the subscribe button. And um, so that way you'll be in the know when I drop uh, the next uh, episodes coming up later this week. But let's go ahead and get into it, okay? And thank you again for coming back. I really do appreciate you. All right, so episode four, the couples, it starts off with, I can't even remember the couple that it, that was it Jack and Arena? I believe it was Jack and Arena, the whole cartoon thing. Or was it, yeah, it was Jack and Arena. Yeah, it was Jack and Arena, I believe, that closed out. And she said yes. I can't remember anymore. But anyway, so the couples, the focus here is about the honeymoon. So the couples uh, are honeymooning in Mexico. And, you know, I didn't really take a lot of notes here because there isn't really anything specific. Um, the bulk of episode four, the beginning part of it anyway, is about the couples, you know, everybody's arriving at the airport. And the beginning part is about the couples just spending time together and getting to know each other, one another. Um, in this case, uh, for episode four, I am kind of going to go in sequence. I'm not going to break it up in couples like I did for one through three. But anyway, so everyone checks in. Uh, they are bringing in their luggage. And uh, I think it was um, Tiffany who was like, okay, because she was trying to help Brett uh, with the luggages out the vehicle. And he's like, no, 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 I got this. And she was like, yeah, that's right. That's what I got a husband for. You know, so she was kind of excited, you know, that he was there to help unload um, the vehicle and take the luggages um, upstairs. And so anyway, everybody checks in. And this is the time that they're all spending time together. They're all you know, just kind of eating and, you know, getting to know one another and just spending some quality time before they eventually go and do activities maybe or go and join up with, you know, the other couples. So I'm trying to think of anything stood out. So let's go ahead and just kind of go with what I have noted here. So Marshall asks if Jackie, so this is Marshall and uh, Jackie, right? So they're in their room. And what stood out for me, because most of the couples at this point are talking about, not most, but I think it was two or three that I heard, were talking about whether or not they should be intimate. So specifically, I remember Marshall asking Jackie, and I believe it was a respectful thing, right? Hey, look, just out of respect, just want to let you know, you know, if you want to wait to be intimate, I'm okay with that. I can wait. There's no rush. So she, he asked Jackie how she felt about that. And she's like, why would we wait to have sex? And he's looking at her like, huh? And so she says, well, if you were to buy a vehicle, a new car, don't you want to take it for a test run? And he just kind of looked at her like, I don't even think he ever got around to answering that actually now that I think about it. But she was like, uh, yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> I want to take this vehicle out for, for a drive and just see. So I thought that was kind of funny and cute. And who else was it? 
Um, I can't remember the other couple that also talked about that. We knew that um, Kwame and Chelsea was gonna definitely going to get into it because you can just feel their level of attraction for one another, the energy that they were giving off. They were happy to be with one another. Uh, they were kissy face all day long. Uh, they were you know, very touchy feely. So yeah, so definitely. And they mentioned themselves. So, you know, that, you know, they had no worries or fears about that and that they were kind of looking forward to it. Uh, so I talked about Chelsea and Kwame always making out. Uh, so it's obviously that, you know, they, you know, that they had a good time getting to know one another. And I did write something down. I wasn't quite sure because Chelsea was kind of talking to herself in the mirror. And, you know, I, I don't remember what she was talking about. It's almost like she was giving herself self-love or saying that she deserves this or something. But I just, I remember just thinking, who is she talking to? <laughs> is she talking to us? Is she talking to the producers? You know, it, does she is she actually talking to herself? You know, so I, I just thought that was a, a fun moment. So for some reason, and maybe I, well, then again, it's only been, yeah, this is not like it's married at first sight with 16 episodes. This is the fourth, not 16 episodes, 16 seasons. This is the fourth season of Love is Blind. And if I'm not wrong, I can't remember them getting a vehicle and being able to actually go out into the communities and into the streets. So, and maybe I missed it on the other previous uh, seasons, but I just found it fascinating when Marshall got into, Marshall and Jackie got into the Red Jeep and they were just got into the red jeep and drive into this local you know bar or whatever and or whatever cafe or whatever it was and i was like, okay wait a minute they're giving them vehicles and they can actually just drive through the community i'm just thinking if something happens you know um, liability you know insurance all of that stuff i just figured they would not want them driving maybe they would have somebody driving them around in another country but hey you know what they probably didn't go far so but it was just the first thing that came to mind i was thinking wait a minute is this the first time that they've actually gotten vehicles and actually, you know, while in another country on a honeymoon is what I mean, and actually been able to just drive around an unknown, uh, a foreign country? So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, so um, Jackie says, so they're having this conversation and, and Jackie's saying how she appreciates him, but she kept talking a lot when they got back home that she was really worried about getting back home I didn't know if I missed anything because one moment they're at the bar or cafe having a good time and Marshall was just trying to reassure her that hey I'm here I got your back I love you and we're gonna do this right and I don't know what happened but when they got home she was saying that she was just worried about going back home and you know, that she supports her family and takes care of her family. I don't know if she was saying that they're going to feel a certain way because she kind of got married blindly uh, without telling them. So I, 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 I didn't quite understand um, where she was coming from with that. I didn't understand. Of course, don't get me wrong, you can have a lot going on back home. And maybe you come back home and you tell your family, I'm married. And maybe the family feels a little cheated, like, okay, wait a minute, who is this person? You just went and did this thing. We don't know anything about this person. You're bringing them into our lives. And so maybe it's coming from that angle, 
or maybe there are some other things. Um, so I don't know. I don't want to speak on it because I don't know, but I just, you know, I hope she's okay. Right. I hope everything's good. That's the most important part, first of all. Uh, but anyway, so Marshall did appear to be strong. You know, he gave her, I don't know if it was Advil or Mike, or I don't know what it was, but he, he gave her a pill and she took it. Um, he got her some water. He was attentive to her. He asked her if she needed anything. Um, at one time she went into, the, I think it was a closet. I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that. But she reminded me of somebody else. I don't know if it was a Married at First Sight or Love is Blind. I think it was Married at First Sight. I just can't think of who it was who went I want to say it was Lindy or Lindy, Lindsay, I can't remember. They went into a closet and shut the door. I, I can't remember who that was. But anyway, so she, I, I feel like she went into some unit and it was a sliding door with a mirror. So it looked like it was a closet. I don't believe it was, it could have been the bath. I don't think it was the bathroom. But anyway, either way, either way, I like that he was there for her and he was there to support her. And he tried to give her words of encouragement and reassurement that, you know what, I'm here for you. And that's all you that you need in that moment. He didn't quite understand the dynamics of everything or where this was coming from, but I guess he'll find out when they get home whatever it is that's bothering her and maybe he'll be able to see it up front but for now um wishing her well and uh i know she did talk a lot about not being perfect she cried a lot um i know some other people would be like okay i'm thinking maybe marshall is thinking okay i'm kind of concerned here i see red flags i don't know if marshall was thinking that or maybe he was just trying to give her just trying to give her grace and like okay well I don't want to think the worst maybe she is really just missing home and maybe she has a lot on her plate and maybe she feels guilty for being away I'm not really sure what he was thinking he didn't really vocalize it too much uh he was just trying to be there you know and you know just to be there for her physically uh and he was just trying to be supportive so we'll all have to see I mean we're only in episode four <laughs> of love is blind so we still have a ways to go so again hopefully all is well and um so that was kind of it my only thing is I was wondering if this was too much for him that was the only thing I was worried about because sometimes people when you know they get married on these kind of shows or love is blind and married at first sight I mean I can you know <laughs> go down the list of these relationship reality tv shows sometimes they just want to meet someone fall in love and have a good time so sometimes if there is something that happens that is sort of out of their expectations it may be a little bit too much right and I've seen I can't think of what show it was but I've seen where people were wondering you know like okay wait a minute I didn't plan for this I didn't expect any of this going on okay I, I think this is too much for me I think I need to back off so I've seen people handle things like that, you know, that way as well. So we'll have to see. Okay. So now, uh, Zach said that this is Zach and Zach and arena. <laughs> you guys know how I feel about arena. Okay. So the whole time Zach is trying to spend time with arena. Um, the first night they arrive in Mexico, you know, he's trying to get close to her, maybe just kind of cuddle, embrace her or something. And she treats him like, you know, she's 
she's got the, he's got the ick or something i don't know she's <laughs> she's very distant she says that you know it's just that it's going to take time we're just meeting each other you know we met each other in the pause now we're here face to face and it's just going to take me some time i just don't move that quickly or whatever it was and i can understand that right but at the same time if you're not interested there's a respectful way just to be honest because I already said, like I said in a previous podcast, she's not interested, right? So it's clear that she's not interested. He's not an idiot. He's 34. He's a lawyer. He's been around longer than her. And he's dated, you know, probably, well, I don't want to say more people than her, but he's he's been around, is my point. And he's smart enough to know uh, when somebody is into you or not. So, but at the same time, you don't want to be too rushed to just say, okay, well, it, can't, it can't be this. So maybe it's just because of the whole blind, love is blind thing. And maybe she's a little bit guarded. You know, I'll give her grace and give it some time. Same thing with what's his name on Married at First Sight, this current season in Tennessee. You know, he just needed to check, just needed to give um, Kirsten some grace. But nonetheless, sorry, I brought that up. <laughs> um, but anyway, so again, like I said, she's 25, but she really comes off to me like someone who's 19 or 20. Um, she's very young, immature, not serious. She, um, everything's funny and giddyish. And I mean, they're now there, there's a bunch of red flags, red flags. And he should have picked up on a, those red flags back in the pods. I mean, even Bliss tried to tell him about those red flags, but um, he didn't listen. Nonetheless, um, he did call her out though. And what I liked about him calling her out, he was just like, okay, well, you, you know, you act like this. I mean, you say one thing, but, you know, you're not showing any actions that you are actually interested because when, you know, I try to come close to you, you pull away. You know, if I try to give you a kiss or something, you make these silly sounds or, or whatever it was that he was saying. And he was just like, he doesn't know how to read that. And he was just like, it, it's apparent that maybe, you know, you're just not feeling me or maybe you're just not interested, right? But anyway, so everybody gets dressed. And when I saw the scene, and you guys all know, all of us who love Love is Blind, you know that scene when it's time for all the, the, <laughs> the couples to come together, right? You know, that place where they meet up. And so then when the couples start walking onto some sort of platform or deck hand in hand and dress like they're going out for the night, it's like, okay, so that was me and this mom. I was like, yes, party time, let's go. And um, I was excited because now the couples are all finally coming together and getting to meet one another um, for the first time. So anyway, so everyone comes in. Um, we have all five couples. I can't even remember who came in first, but I do remember that Zach, no, not Zach, Paul, and who was it? It was Paul and Micah that came in last. Who came in first, I want to say was, was it Kwame? No, I think it was Marshall and uh, Jackie. It was either, yeah, I think it was Marshall and Jackie or either, um, uh, what's her name? Marshall and Jackie or either um, Kwame and Chelsea. And so they were there to watch other people come in after them. And so, they, you know, the guys were greeting one another. And so who was it? You had the dynamics of Marshall and, Marshall and Jacqueline. There were no, you know, third parties there. So there was no three-way anything. So they were just happy to see everybody else. Um, I know that with Kwame, 
he got real excited when he saw Kwame when he saw uh, what is her name Micah which I don't know why he was cheesing like Chester the Cat I mean <laughs> bring that smile down boo um yeah his smile from left to right that was just too much Kwame you got a beautiful fiance right there in Chelsea you did not need to be smiling that hard when you saw Micah um but anyway I digress and who else what else was kind of the tricky thing I think also Irina for some some reason she found um Zach no Irina found Paul very attractive she said that Paul later on when she was talking to someone she said that Paul was her type and um, what was the other thing I think I wanted to point out? I think that was mainly it. Oh, and then what's her name? Uh, Jackie said that, um, oh, he fine. <laughs> she was talking about uh, Brett, Tiffany's uh, fiance. And then Marshall said, what? And she said, I'm just saying he's fine. That's it. I'm just an observation. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, nothing, there was no issue there. So anyway, so that was that. They all came together. Everybody, there was nothing really here much to talk about other than uh, Kwame <laughs> acting up. Uh, but everybody was just happy to see one another. Everybody was, you know, getting drinks. I don't know if anybody had any finger foods, but everybody was just kind of drinking, um, just talking, catching up. Uh, the only thing that really stands out here is that, first of all, Kwame talked too much. <laughs> Number one. Uh, number because and I mean that when he was talking to Brett he was going on and on and on and on about M Micah and I'm sure that he was happy to see her I felt that he should have tried to put a closure on that if he felt that he didn't have closure in the pods but he was just a little bit too giddy about seeing her um, so I really didn't like that and um yeah, so anyway, I wasn't really feeling that. But he, it was just, I think I'm, I'm blending that in with the next episode is what's happening. But anyway, I'll just leave it at that. They were all happy to see, see one another. Actually, also, I do want to say this real quick before I forget. I just remember that, remember when they had the get-together at the pool? I, I guess I'll just call it a pool party. I did not like Kwame's interaction with Micah. And I really also did not care for Micah and Arena pushing the button. Because obviously they knew that the night before um well I guess maybe I can't remember too much about what happened the night before and if Chelsea was too upset but I do know that Chelsea was very upset by what happened at the pool so Chelsea says that she doesn't have an issue with him talking to Micah she understands it's part of it's part of the show right like the people who had connections with one another uh, one another are going to talk at these little gatherings and get-togethers she gets that but her and she's also expecting that her fiance Kwame would um do this respectfully right and also if somebody needs to be put in their place respectfully i'm assuming it's an unspoken thing like okay if she gets out of hand he's going to check her right as far as making it any advancements is what i mean towards her because obviously he's now engaged to chelsea so i'm sure that she kind of trusted him with that well, anyway, so Michael com Micah comes in, and of course, her girl Trina is there, and it seems like Micah and Trina are spending a lot of time together, and they're not even spending time with their fiancés, and Trina, of course, doesn't even want to be anywhere near Zach, so she's definitely happy to spend time um, with Micah, but nonetheless, so anyway, so they come in, they're greeting everyone, Kwame cheesing again, like Chester the Cheese Cat, 
just so happy to see her when he should be happy and be close by his fiance Chelsea. But anyway, Chase, Chelsea is trying to just not worry about it, not read too much into it. She's just doing her thing. She's hanging out with Tiffany and hanging out with um, Jackie. So she's just trying to have a good time. But you can't help but miss uh, Micah kind of flirting. I guess I couldn't think of any other way to say it, but flirting with Kwame. Now, Kwame was talking to Brett. He talks to Brett a lot. But he was talking to Brett about stuff. And I don't even remember what they were talking about. But I remember the first time he was talking to Brett, he was talking about he, what it was like to see Mike again because of the connection that they had in the pod. And the second time he was talking to Brett, it was at the pool thing, talking about how, you know, he, he might still have feelings or something, or it's not, easy, it's not that easy to get over someone or something. I can't remember the details, allegedly. But, yeah, so it was just, and, and it wasn't even in that moment. I think it was the next later on when Brett had to had to tell Kwame like look just enjoy the woman that you have enjoy the moment don't worry about any of the side stuff going on just keep your focus on Chelsea so I really did like that but that came a little bit later but yeah anyway so that whole Kwame and Micah thing and then then she wants to do a toast and she says how about a toast to a failed proposal or something along those lines for which he did not find that funny. And I can understand that because a failed proposal and you want to toast to that? Like, how old are we? You, you understand what I'm saying? And Micah and uh, Arena were just laughing and giddying about it. Like, I guess little high school girls. I, I, I just didn't understand that. First of all, it was... It was that was not tasteful, um, Micah and Trina, um, and also because he really did apparently have some serious feelings um, for Micah. So and we saw his emotions when she was when he was rejected, right? So we saw how hurt he was. And for you to want to toast to a failed proposal, wow. Okay. So anyway, that happened. <laughs> um, but anyway, so after the, the group get together, Chelsea and Kwame, they end up back in their room, right? And so they talk about what happened. And again, I'm not sure where this is. I'm, I'm in episode five now. And, um, that's where I am. But Chelsea wanted to let Kwame know that she really felt disrespected and, and rightfully so, right? If you feel disrespected, you should let your partner know, right? Because your partner doesn't know there's an issue um, to fix if you don't tell him. <laughs> so um, she didn't want to hold that in and she shouldn't have. So she told him that she didn't like uh, the way that they were carrying on and that B, he spent too much time with her for a conversation that, been like, that should have been like, hey, how you doing? Nice to finally meet you. Sorry things didn't work out. It looks like you're in a great situation now with Paul. I'm happy with Chelsea. You know, hopefully we can all just remain friends, but, you know, take care, you know. That should have been less than maybe 10 minutes. It is for the show, five to 10 minutes. But they shouldn't have been talking for 20 minutes. Now, I would say 20 to 30, but I'm going to go with what Chelsea said because she was there and she said about 20 minutes. And um, it should have been going on for 20 minutes. That was too much. And then the other thing is, part two is that Micah was trying him. A, she was trying to see, I don't believe that she has feelings for him, but we'll see what happens. But she kind of wanted to test the waters, right, and see if 
you know, he had any feelings for her, if it was still there. Remember, it's about control, right? And even Zach said it to um, to uh, Arena, about to call her Trina, <laughs> to Arena a little bit later on. But it's about they like to have control. Remember, I hadn't mentioned earlier that, you know, they just like to take something away from someone, although they may not want it. That's what this is, is down to. I rejected you in the pods and I didn't, and I said that I wanted to marry someone else. So you chose someone else. And although it looks like you may be happy with this person, I just want to know, do I still have pull? Can I still pull you? And that's what that was. You know, the whole little flirting and then she's getting out the pool and she's trying to show her body um, in her swimsuit and, you know, she's touching him and she was she was rubbing his finger or something. I can't remember what that was all about. But, yes, so she's, she's playing him, right? And I don't know if she succeeded, so let me just put it that way. But she was kind of just messing with him just to kind of see if she still had it. Can she still pull him? And that's all that was. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, and eventually, I think also I remember that Chelsea said that she wanted something to drink. And um, she asked uh, Kwame if Kwame could go get her something to drink you know, from the bar. And he said, sure. And I don't remember him getting her anything to drink. If anything, I remember her finally making it to the bar to get something to drink. I could be wrong. And that could have been another time. And it could also be editing. <laughs> so I don't know. But I do remember her asking for something, ask him, because this is when he was talking to Brett. This is at the pool event, if, she, if he can get her something to drink. And then that's when the two girls also asked him if he can get them something to drink. And he was like, no, you get your own drinks. But anyway, so, but he was really deep in his conversation with Brett. I also felt eventually when Chelsea eventually got away, um, because of all the time that he was spending with Micah, she ended up walking solo on the beach. <laughs> Kwame, and again, it could be editing, but Kwame appeared to be doing too much with everyone else other than his fiance. And I felt for her that she felt alone in that group of 10 when you have a whole ass fiance right there and he was just entertaining everyone else's conversation and time and presence and he was ignoring his fiance again we don't know how any of this is going to end but again I understand that there's editing I get that but just with what they gave us it felt as if she felt alone and her fiance was not there to support her or comfort her. So nonetheless, they did talk about that when they got back to the room and he, um, and he apologized. Um, it was a nice little debate. Nobody raised their voices or anything. She was just expressing her feelings, which she, she has the right to do so. Uh, but I will say <laughs> when they were in their room talking, that scene totally reminded me of Nancy and Bartiz. I don't know who else was thinking it, but you guys remember when uh, they first had their group outing and Bartiz finally got to see, um, um, I forgot the, the young lady's name, the one that she looks like, um, what's her name again? Uh, Raven, excuse me. Remember when Bartiz finally got to see Raven for the first time and how he was tripping? It, it, and, and when, uh, what's her name? went back to when they went back to their room and she was kind of looking at him with them squinting eyes and he was trying to say how yeah she's beautiful she's attractive whatever that whole scene in the bed that's what that reminded me of but anyway okay so we move on I digress so I have an issue with Jackie here 
So for some reason, Jackie thinks that Zach is a weirdo. I didn't understand why. Well, and then also, also, Chelsea was talking to Kwame and said that she didn't like, um, she didn't like um, Zach because he's a weirdo. I don't even know a what is weirdoish about Zach. Are they just taking uh, arenas? You know, point of view of whatever it is that she's saying about Paul about Zach because obviously she doesn't even like the guy so of course she's probably going to speak negatively about him and it doesn't look like the ladies have spent enough time with him and if I'm that wrong Chelsea I don't believe even had a date with Zach and I don't believe Jacqueline when I say a date excuse me I mean a connection in the pods and I don't believe that Jacqueline did either I just can't remember any connections where I don't mean the first day where you talk to everybody for maybe two three five minutes but I mean where they were the other person's maybe top two or three I don't remember that so and then they also didn't spend that much time with them in the group gatherings right there was the nighttime event there was the thing at the pool and then there was the gathering in the evening so where would they have gotten weirdo from with Zach if it's not just what they heard from arena so i that didn't make sense to me so they're passing judgment on someone a that they don't know i'm assuming and i can again allegedly and i'm going to say because i don't know i wasn't there i'm just going by what they showed us but anyway i'm going to leave it at that and again the reason i feel so strongly about this hold on a second pause is because it's coming from arena <laughs> and i know sometimes the ladies do get together you know and they talk about you know well you know about you know how things are going right so they tend to all kind of share so if arena is sharing she may be sharing that he makes her feel uncomfortable or you know he's upset because she's not ready to express herself or you know show affection you know and, and so for someone hearing that they may think okay well that's weird because there was something that he said and she, I, I can't remember this is back at the hotel and she was like well that's weird but he was just saying that well anyway I don't want to get hooked up on that <laughs> caught up on that I'm just going to be going in circles. My point was, <laughs> I felt that I didn't understand why Chelsea and Jackie felt that Zach was weird. There. Okay. <laughs> now, also, when Jackie was at this pool, at the pool with Marshall, and she was doing her one-on-one um, -on -one interview with the producer, she said, yeah, that's, that's my dumbass right there. And I think she, dumbass maybe, I'm assuming she's Latin or Latino or Hispanic, but she said that's, because she, she said it in Spanish. I'm assuming that was Spanish. Um, if I'm wrong, please correct me, but I thought that was in Spanish. But I, the main point here is that I didn't understand why she was calling Marshall or her fiance a dumbass. And I understand the couple's joke. It is still kind of new. <laughs> I don't know if I would want my fiance I've only known for less than a week to call me a dumbass. And I don't know if I, I know, not even I don't know, I know I wouldn't be calling my fiance of, of only a week a dumbass either so I yeah I didn't I didn't like that <laughs> but you know who am I you know whatever um but yeah I just I didn't like that but again I understand that couples joke and they just call each other names uh, I don't know I just you know I, I don't I'm just gonna leave it at that okay so be <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that because I, I 
I have so much that I want to say, but I also want to be respectful, right? Because I understand that these people are on this TV show and they're doing a TV show. Granted, you know, they're getting paid to do it. I understand that they're not doing this for free, but at the same time, you know, they are doing this uh, and it's also an entertainment for us, right? So I don't want to be too judgmental, but I do want to be unfiltered, meaning that I do want to say what I'm thinking and how I feel about what I'm seeing, but I don't want to judge them too hard, but I want to be honest because sometimes when I listen to other podcasters, they tend to go around the bush and don't really say, you know, what they're really thinking. And sometimes they want to take sides because this person is a woman or this person is a man. And I don't, I don't want to, you know, take sides because some, I'm the same sex as someone. I want to be honest as far as, okay, if she's wrong, she's wrong. If he's wrong, he's wrong. I'm gonna call it out, but I also want to do it respectfully at least, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Now, Kwame did eventually get around to apologizing. Um, I had in my notes, the reason I paused, I had in my notes that Tiffany reminds me of that young lady from elementary. And I was trying to think, should I mention that? But I remember I had already mentioned that in the last um, podcast. But um, I don't know why she really does. And I looked at it again, and I, all I can see is her face. But anyway, Kwame apologizes finally um, to Chelsea, about to, yeah, to Chelsea about the way that he handled the whole Micah situation and realizes that he could have handled it a lot better. So, um, you know, it looks like they were able to work through that. And, uh, and again, every time that Chelsea looks into him, I feel like she, she holds his soul <laughs> because she sees, I don't want to say she's, I'm not, I don't mean she sees through him, like he's doing something bad. I can, I, I can see right through you. I don't mean that way. I mean, like she is so into this person and I feel that she is in love with him, deeply in love with him for only knowing him, you know, for such a short time. But I feel like she can see him. That's what I mean. I don't mean she sees through him. I just meant that she can see him to where I feel like she sees right into his soul, if that makes sense, because she is zoned in on Kwame. And I believe that, uh, I believe she's all about Kwame. If, and, and she's all, almost reminding me about like, um, Nancy and Bartise, because Nancy was all about Bartise, you know, if he would have just acted right, you know, I mean, I try to have his back a little bit at the beginning, but I, I just couldn't do it anymore. But yeah, um, it is almost where Nancy is going to give in. She's, she's ride or die. She's going to have her man's back that they're going to, you know, change the world together. And that's how I feel Chelsea is. Chelsea wants to love Kwame like that. Like, okay, look, you and I together, you know, if you would just act right, we can, we can move mountains, right? And I've, I sense that from her. Now, Arena and Zach are on the beach, and this was so awkward to me. She apparently obviously is not interested. Number one, she wants to keep her shades on. Granted, there may be, a, you know, bright sun out there, bright sunlight, but he didn't seem to be bothered by any sunlight. But it seems like the whole time that they're interacting, he was looking at her like, you really not about this. And he had that stank look on his face. Like, you know, I'm starting to catch on to you. Like you not really about this life. You really not trying to do this for the right reason. I also don't think you're really into me the whole time he looks at her. That's what I'm catching on to. Like, okay, he finally got it. Like the light 
is on. He got it. This isn't the whole, oh, I need some time. It's still kind of early. You know, I move a little slowly. This, he's like, no, okay, we passed that. That's not what this is. You just, you're not really about this. So anyway, and the whole time he's trying to talk to her and have serious conversations with her, she's hiding under a pillow like a toddler or a five-year-old who wants to play hide and seek. Mommy, come find me. I'm going to hide. And she's like, oh, I'm here. You can still talk. I'm just, you know, I'm here. And she puts the pillow over her head. I was like, who? who? Oh, oh, boy. Anyway, I'm going to leave it. At that. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, but anyway, he does say, if you're not interested in me, he, what does he say? He says, if you're not interested and you're not attracted to me, then let's not do this. Now, this was when they were... Was this when they were in bed? No, no, this is still, no, this is still when they were outside uh, and she was still on the lounge chair hiding under the green pillow. Anyway, so you have the nighttime mixer. So this is when the couples got together for the third time. And this is the nighttime mixer. They're all dressed up for the night and they're going out just for drinks. And Zach and Paul decide to have a little conversation. And... <laughs> I was so, so glad to hear this, okay? Zach and Paul said they now question their decisions. If I had a voice, I would say, oh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it was like music to my ears, oh my God. Because remember, this goes back to, you know, episode one through three, where I talked about the fact that Zach and Paul got duped by Micah and Arena because they felt jealous and threatened by the other women, meaning Bliss and Amber. And so they played the little mind game with them about well, I think I'll just have to pack up and leave, and um, I guess I'll just leave, and, you know, and so then they started getting scared, you know, they were played into making them propose to these ladies, and it's the same two men who are now realizing that they should have picked Amber and Bliss. <laughs> Bizarre, and the fact that they said they now question their decision. Some people won't even say that on national TV, especially if they know they're being recorded. So I was just, thank you for being honest and open and transparent and saying that, because I, I needed to hear that. Okay. Uh, of course, excuse me, Zach is sharing with Paul how, you know, Trina tries to, uh, Trina, <laughs> Arena tries to distance herself, and she says, oh, she just needs time. And she's just he's just picking up the fact that you know, she's not interested. And I can't remember what Zach was saying about Chelsea, but I think Paul was also picking up the fact that it could be possible that his fiance, Arena, is actually interested in Paul because there was a time when the two of them were talking. I'm referring to Arena and um, Paul, and Zach was off to the side watching how she tend to, she seemed to lighten up. And she was laughing and, you know, um flirtatious sort of um with paul so he saw um he saw mannerisms in her that she showed paul that she hasn't expressed herself like that with him 
So that's when he sense of, he sort of picked it up because later on he says, "Oh yeah, I, I can see that you are definitely in, interested in Paul." I mean, you know, anybody can see that. So he was re reading that. Okay, I think she actually likes Paul. She's not into me. So Zach and Arena, she said that she should. Um, so this is when they get back to the hotel, and you know, it's so awkward. Like they have, <laughs> they're supposed to be engaged. Granted, I get it. They they're engaged. You know, they met blindly. I understand all that. But all the other couples, none of them have pillows in between their, their beds, you know, and I get, understand it's going to happen, but she's not even trying nonetheless. So they're in bed. There's like four big pillows in between them. And I'm assuming that's how they sleep at night. And so she just, she's like in deep thought and she's in a bathrobe. And so she just looks at him and says, you know what I think, because so, I guess they were leaving the next day. She said, I think that we should sit separately on the plane just so we have time to kind of process and think things through and see how we want to, you know, progress when we get back home. And he was just like, you know what, let me just help you out, boo. We're not doing all that. I don't even think that we, this, we, this whole thing should even continue. And then he just calls her and says, you know what, because you're not even interested in me. And, 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 I, and we're playing this game. We're playing this game. And or you're playing this game and it's apparent that you are not interested in me. You are not attracted to me. And this whole honeymoon experience has been the worst. <laughs> and he also said we act like couples. Did he say he does been together 10 years or 20 years that um, that don't want to be around one another? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I thought that was funny. But yeah, he was like, this is ridiculous. Why are we even doing this? Forget the whole sitting separately. Let's just call the, let's just wrap this up. Let's just, you know, get a dog, make it, well, they're not even married yet, but you know what I mean. Let's just call it a quit. So you make sure you give your ring back to, you know, to Nicholas, Shay, and Vanessa. Um, and, you know, and hey, have a nice life. <laughs> Take care, holla. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's how I felt that. And, and good for Zach. Right, good for you, Zach. And I was shouting at the TV. I was like, yes, yes, stand up for yourself. Yes, don't let nobody play you, no. So I was so, 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 so proud of Zach. Now I did forget to mention earlier that there was a, when this was at the mixer, when Zach and Paul were talking, Paul had asked Zach, so what about bliss? This is back when they were talking about the, do you feel like you made a bad decision? He was saying, well, what about Bliss? Do you think that you should have chosen her? And I don't remember what Zach's response was. I don't think he quite answered or it was one of those stare off to the side thing where it was like, oh yeah, Bliss. You know, I, I can't remember his response, but I do remember it coming up and it was Paul that asked Zach about that. Uh, but anyway, so they go to get ready for bed and they go to brush their teeth and it's so funny because, you know, uh, they start being real honest with one another. I'm still talking about um, Zach and Arena. And he was just like, oh, my gosh, this was the worst thing ever. This was the worst experience I've ever had. And she's like, she's like okay, okay, cowboy, slow it down. You, you don't have to be that honest. And he's like, yeah, this is horrible. And then she, you know, was like, well, you know, I, you know, was kind of starting to check Paul out. He's like, well, yeah, I knew that. I could see that. I mean, that you were definitely interested in him and not me. Um, so she was a little taken back cause I don't think that she realized that he had picked up on that, but I'm just happy for him that he's not letting himself be played by arena and that he's like, you know what, let's, let's wrap this up. Let's go back home. And, uh, it's a wrap. So, but anyway, so they get back to, uh, Seattle 
and Zach is at the table. He's at some restaurant or some, I don't know if it's a pizza joint or, or I don't know what it is, but it's a restaurant. He's there sitting at a table by himself in his suit and tie. And I'm like, okay, first thing that came to mind, I was like, is he waiting on an attorney <laughs> or something? Like, who is he waiting on? Like, he's obviously not waiting on, you know, Irina. He's done with her. And I was like, who is he waiting on? You know, an attorney? <laughs> I mean, he's an attorney, but I didn't know if he was waiting on, I, I don't know what it was. I was just wondering who was he waiting on. And nonetheless, guess who shows up? Well, you guys know because you saw it. <laughs> but Bliss... Bliss, 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 his other connection in the pod, who actually I feel had his heart before he got tricked into proposing to Arena. Uh, yeah, so Bliss shows up and uh, she's like, hey, Zach. And he's like, hi, Bliss. And she sits down. And I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute. Did they show her the picture? I mean, I'm sure the producers told her, like, okay, look, this is what went down. <laughs> You know, they went on their honeymoons. Things didn't work out. Zach feels like he made the wrong decision, wrong choice. He wants to meet up with you. They're back. He would like to have coffee with you. You know, are you available on Tuesday at 12? Right? <laughs> and she's like, I don't even know what this dude looks like. Oh, yeah, by the way, here's his picture. <laughs> right? I, I believe that's how that went. So, um, but, yeah, she was like, okay, hi. Um, and it probably didn't go that way. But, I'm, you know, I'm just saying it. that's just more reasonable. But uh, that's where they left us off at. And um, the first five batches have dropped and we've just reviewed and recapped it. So I just want to say kind of in closing, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, the season looks promising. Looks like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And it appears that there's going to be a lot of drama too. Um, I would really like for just people I understand that there's going to be some dramas with some of these reality tv shows especially the relationship ones and dating ones but I, I do want people to find love in all this mess right and I can't think of their name but the couple from last season um, love is blind season three um, they're still together and they're thriving and they're happy and you know they post a lot of pictures on Instagram again I just can't think of their name right now but they're doing well so they're the only one that I can think of that is still going strong uh there is another one but i'm not going to talk about that couple because yeah they haven't even moved in together yet as far as i know anyway but so anyway so we'll see what happens but anyway thanks for coming back um it really means a lot to me don't forget to subscribe and share and um let's do this again next week I will most likely drop the next batch either on saturday or sunday but um thanks again thank you for tuning in please feel free to subscribe to the show. Come back and let's do this again. See you soon.